Welcome to What Should I Watch? A podcast to learn about interesting and inspiring Korean TV shows, aka Korean dramas. I'm your host, T, and every week I help a guest with what to watch next. If you have any comments or just want to say hi, please feel free to send me an email to whatshouldiwatcht at gmail.com. Hi, Carmen. Hey. How are you? You're wearing your sweater today because it's cold. Yeah. You sniffed. Hi, T. Podcast. Record. Pod, pod, pod. We're starting, starting podcast. I think it's recording okay. You can stop. Okay. <laughs> it's one of those things where you keep saying the word and it sounds weird. Weird. Podcast. Yeah, Mike, Mike is fine. Okay. Mike test is good. Podcast. <laughs> what do you have for me today, T? Are you okay? I am. I've got tea. Ah, oh, you're drinking tea. I'm drinking tea with tea. Good. Cha. Tea. Yeah, cha. Cha. It also means what? Car. Cha dong cha. You've been studying. 네, 감사합니다. I'm drinking cha. Uh, cha mashda? Ne. Cha dong cha. Kamnida. So last week I talked to Mary and I'm really trying to hit that hour mark. The I cut out a lot of stuff. And it was still hour and what, seven minutes? It's exactly 7 and 59 seconds. Wow, you're really close. And but still, can't it do is it. that way because I moved my closing music a little bit. Oh. So I didn't want to be hour and 8 minutes, so I cut it like a second. <laughs> That's how I remember it was minute, uh, 7 minutes and 59. To make it 107 instead right. of 108. Uh, but today, tricky. let's try 59 minutes. All right, that's the plan. Are you happy to be off on Christmas? Yeah, I'm excited about that. Yeah, do you do you like Christmas? Um I don't know, that's a good question. I I guess I don't have a strong feeling either way. I think I used to like it when I was younger cuz I'd be with my family on those days and, you know, we would celebrate with routine gifts in the morning and you know, a chill day and wrapping, unwrapping presents. What about you? Have you met Santa? I have not met Santa. Not the one at the mall, but like actual Santa? Neither. No. Oh, neither? Oh. Were you one of those babies that cried on Santa's lap so your mom never took you <laughs> to a Santa after like first year? No, I don't think she just ever took me, to be honest. I don't, I don't have any memory of seeing Santa at the mall like as a young kid waiting in line. We talked a little bit about it. Like she would say, oh, this gift is from Santa. But we never like went to the mall to like talk to Santa. Mm. I do remember when I was really young like writing letters to Santa. 
Like, oh, this is what I want this year. (laughs) I want a remote control car or some kind of toy that I wanted. I remember doing that. Well, um, Christmas in a few days. That's right. Well, maybe you should go to the mall and take a picture with Santa because you've never done it in your life. You know, why not? <laughs> I do want to go see the lights. Uh, there's a couple places where we live where there's some lights. So oh. that'd be kind of fun. But yeah, I'll think about going to visit him at the mall. Does he only come on Christmas Eve or is he there Actually, he might be off on Christmas Day. You yeah, think he, he might be actually off? Cause yeah, he might be done. Yeah, it might be done or it might be delivering. Busy delivering. Yeah. So this talk of Santa, because it's the holidays, is our episode slash drama show, is it going to have Santa in it? Is it going to be a Christmas thing? No. Oh, good. <laughs> you know, I actually, I thought about doing some kind of Christmas thing. Yeah. So I I literally Googled, or I put it in the Korean search engine, Christmas-related Korean drama. And there's one, and it's not even actually about Christmas, it's just title is Christmas, title has Christmas, but it's nothing to do with Christmas. So out of all the shows that exist... (laughs) And there's a lot of Korean dramas, but none of them are... It's really interesting because... In Hollywood, can you guess how many Christmas-related, uh, you know, series or like movies, TV shows? I mean, you name it. Like, I'm sure yeah. like, there's oh, so many. It's big money. I I remember seeing an article recently, the last few weeks, that said, uh, I think it. I think if I remember correctly, it was 154 movies that came out just for Christmas this year. Wow. Like, already, that's 153 more than there are Korean dramas about Christmas. You know, that's kind of like a K-pop idol kind of thing. They're like 153 <laughs> different practici- practicing uh, idols, and only one of them is going to make it into an actual group, you know? Right. I don't know. That's, that's just what yeah, kind of hit me. I could see that. Wow. Yeah, yeah. but I, I think it has something to do with how Christmas is not a... It's celebrated in a different way in Korea. Mm. So, like, here, it's, like, the whole, almost, like, a whole national thing. The whole, really, the month, month of December is, like, all about Christmas. And, right. You know, people book flights. And recently, I was talking to a coworker, and it kind of made me think about through my work, because she was like, oh, believe it or not, I'm still not done with my Christmas shopping, and, oh, it's so stressful. And I'm like... I mean, it's the thing you always hear about, like Christmas shopping, Christmas shopping, Christmas shopping, you know. But it kind of got me thinking, like, it's a, it's like a term, you know. But that that expression doesn't really exist in Korea. Right. Christmas is more like a... I mean, yeah, people go out and, you know, but it's more of, of like a religious thing. Right. So, you know, Christians go to church and... And I think it's more of a, you know, if you have a boyfriend, girlfriend, or um, your dating partner, they go out on a date. Right. And just have fun. and Or not, if, you know, your friends just get together. And there's always this thing about buying a cake for some reason. Like oh. Koreans like to buy a cake. For Christmas? Yeah. Huh. And I think the whole thing has something to do with the, you know, for Koreans, it's a foreign holiday. 
Right. It's a foreign concept. It's not in like it's not a Korean tradition or not a you know religion that's been in. I mean, it's there's been like hundred years of Korean you know Christian history, but you know when you think about like five thousand years of Korean history, it's not in the history. Right. So I think the concept of Christmas is a little different in Korea, and maybe that has something to do with why there's no. Christmas movie or a Christmas, you know, drama. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a good point. Uh, I think the the capitalist machine that gets going when they figure out things are money makers. You know, <laughs> yeah. Christmas, the holidays, like you mark the calendar based on you know retail companies or any kind of business is looking at at those types of years okay it's it's this so now we have to promote for christmas because we make more money and you can see the effect too in our stock market you know it's right yeah they're expecting it to be a good month like they have a term for it it's like um i don't know yeah it's but like santa's right now whatever christmas kick or something like that but but it's going down this year and everyone's like what what you know what's going on so it's unusual year. Yeah, it's, I it's, mean, today it crashed again, so who knows right. what's going to happen. I, I would actually like to be in a society or a culture where it doesn't really exist the same way, just to kind of see what that's like, you know? This is a very philosophical discussion about the purpose of Christmas. I know. I mean, America's a rich country, so I guess <laughs> that's, people how, that's how people roll. <laughs> you know, the intent is good. Like, the intention of saying, I want to buy something nice for someone I care about. That's a good sentiment, right? That yeah. The intention is. But what happens is, like, yeah, like, you talk about the stress or people stress themselves out because they have to buy a bunch of presents and it's, like, just useless, doesn't matter. Right. It gets thrown away or gets looked at for a day. Oh, my God. I was just watching this morning news this morning and then they um, were talking about the survey by some research, research institute and they said... 70 something percent of people don't like the gift they got right. and they question the the gift giver like right. what do you think of me to give me this gift and i was like i'm sure i'm sure that's you know yeah that's a lot of pressure <laughs> and and a lot of stress yeah yeah so i just don't give gifts to anybody good me You're, neither. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> We're just not Christmas people. I'm like, you don't have to give it to me. Like, anything. Uh, I'm not going to be offended because, you know. Also, like, maybe it's just not me, in me. Maybe I'm not. Because yeah. I, I, you know, I, I don't I don't have that culture. All right. So, let's cut to the chase. Remember, 59 minutes. 59 minutes. Oh, wow. We're going to make that happen. Well, you're going to have to cut already all of that then, yeah. It's been already, like, what? Like, 10 minutes? Oh, my God. Yeah, okay. you just have to cut it all. Cut to the chase. So... Before we going into today's Korean drama, I'm going to do a little pop quiz. Hmm. Pop quiz. It's kind of like 20 questions? Yeah, 20 questions. First one, first clue is... Some people have a big one, and some people like theirs. Wow. Uh, <laughs> <a> television? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's TV because now everybody's just watching it on their phone, right? Yeah, but when they're at home, I still feel like people okay. spend money on buying big TVs. Like, okay. how big, how thin, can I put it on the wall, all right. that stuff, okay. right? Okay, second clue. Some people like only a few of it. 
again, I'm going to go with TVs. Oh. <laughs> I only need uh, two TVs in my house. Oh, no, no, I need three. I need one. Some people don't want it at all. Okay. That still works for TV, but I think you're <laughs> going in a different direction. <laughs> so, some people like their own. But some people just can't live without it. Or physically can't live too far from it. Uh, I'm going to say the ocean. That's a good guess. The mountains? Well, TV still works. TV still works there. (laughs) (laughs) TV. Okay, next clue. It's about holidays. The clue's about holidays or that's it? The clue is about holidays. Okay. I guess it still works for the TV, right? (laughs) As we were discussing, there's yeah, lots they of be, uh, things to watch on TV. Yeah. Okay, so the object has to do with holidays. Okay, I see what you're saying. Uh, Christmas tree? That's big, or some people like it their own, right? Oh, yeah, that's a good guess. Uh, some people like only a few of them. Yeah. Some people don't like a lot of ornaments on it. <laughs> right. So, yeah, that can work. Christmas tree. Okay, I'm going to give you a big clue. Okay. This thing is about human. Okay. This thing is human. Okay, so it's a person? Yes, plural. People, a type of people, a group of people. Yeah, you're getting close. So it's a group of people, is it, and it has to do with the holidays, is it Christians? (laughs) That's a really good guess. Is it... I didn't see that coming. Hanukkah people? I really didn't see that coming, but that's a good guess. You have one. Oh, no. I, I have, have one. Dog. Is it a dog? Kids? People. People? Parents? You're getting really close. Grandparents? What do you call all family? of them? Yes. There we go. Ah, How family. many questions was that? I don't know. Close to 20. Yeah. I probably got it in under the belt, though. Yeah, I'll, I'll let you have that. So, Kacho. Is that family? Yeah. Kacho? Yeah. I think I can slightly... Friends st- is Chinku. Start making my no. podcast as a learning Korean podcast. <laughs> That's great. Um, yeah, so it's about family. Okay, family. Well, thanks to your help, I got there eventually. So I thought... You know, since there's no Christmas drama, what else, you know? Then it kind of hit me like, oh, what about family, you know? Yeah, I think I think that's a big part of it. Ultimately, you have the traditions set up, and the things that I remember are because I was with family, you know? Right. So, I watched this drama, I think it was the last year or the year before... And, yeah, it just made me think a lot about myself and family. Right. You know, when I was trying to find... There are a lot of Korean dramas about family because, you know, it's a big part of Korean culture. Right. But I thought this one works best because of the casting and because it's not just about, like, you know, family... Like you know, blood family. Oh yeah, I love I love family. I love my family. You know, like I'll do everything. It, there's a little bit more to that, 
um, like kind of like how I talked about religion with Mary last week. So like, how do we define what's cult? You know, like how do you draw the line? What's right and wrong? And kind of right. the same way, like how do you define family? Like what do you know about your family? What is family? You know? Yeah. So I wanted to bring this up um, in my podcast, and I think it appeals to a lot of people. And I think that really the strength of this drama is that it can appeal to uh, people of all ages. Meaning like, I mean, maybe not if you're 70 years old, maybe not. But like, (laughs) (laughs) um, I would say like a middle school and up, like, right. you know. So there's kind of an element for each age group in a way. Because of the characters. I right. think you you will find at least one character that you feel super relatable. Mm. Well, that's that's great. I like um I agree. I think a lot of Korean shows do focus on family and I think that's probably one of the reasons I've been able to learn so much about Korean culture because they really do the issues are so different that arise right yeah that's that's absolutely right but also I feel like this drama instead of like you know emphasizing on those differences and those uh, unique characteristics of Korean family I think this drama is sort of like covers more of um, family dynamics like Mm. relationship between family members oh okay and um, have you watched this um, TV show's Parenthood like American TV show Parenthood yeah I watched it like up to maybe season 3 something like that and I I liked it and yes I didn't grow up in a you know all American family type you know but I found a lot of episodes relatable and I think it's because it's about some kind of uh, it, it, I think it's about human psychology just you know what we think about family how we react to certain things that happen to family members and how we like each other don't like each other all of that you know right. there's some common base throughout the different cultures right kind of regardless of culture right the human things that are similar between all humans right you know one thing I always my mom said that too like she always laughs when we go to like um, malls or like department stores here yeah because you always see these like fathers like men they're just sitting on the bench with like a bunch of shopping bags they're just like you know (laughs) they look like they lost their soul and just like you know zoned out just sitting on a bench whatever and then like their girlfriends or wives you know they're excited and you know but like all these men they're just like sitting like oh (laughs) is that how it is in korea too yeah and you know like some of the um (laughs) department stores they they got smarter so they started doing um like a kind of like a powder room but for men right so when you go to like these like nice department stores there's like you know Kind of like a, I guess, men cave, but in a nice way. Kind of like a powder room for men. So it's separate from where everyone else So, is? like, there's a, like, purpose for men to follow their girlfriends or wives wow. or, you know, go and have fun. And they expect to, like, they're excited to go to, sh- go shopping. Yeah, you know, that's, something like that. that's smart. But, you know, that's, 
that tells you like there's some kind of、um, common denominator, regardless of your culture. Oh yeah, I、know? totally agree. So I think that's why I liked Parenthood. Yeah, the span of characters in that show, as far as the age and like the、yeah. things they're dealing with, exactly. Yeah, it definitely covers several generations. It wasn't just like those were secondary characters. It was like each storyline was pretty well developed. Right, right. So, talking about parenthood, what's the title of this one?、Um, English title is "My Unfamiliar Family," but I think it's that I don't like this translation. That's, like、a, that's a little、version. weird, wordy. My unfamiliar family. Yeah. Okay. Could have just been like my, I don't know. Not well known. <laughs> the family I don't know. That'd yeah. That'd be good. I mean, I can see why they. The unfamiliar like, family. Yeah. In Korean, like if I were to translate, like literally word by word. Jaw.、Um, in Korean, it says, although. I don't know much. We are family. Oh, although I don't know. Or much, it could be although、family. we don't know much about each other. We are family. Uri. Yeah. What's no to know? Arayo. Arayo. Alda. Uri arayo. So in Korean. Uri nun. Although we don't know much, that's in parentheses,、mm. and then it says we are family. That's good. I like that. Although we don't know much, we are family. Yeah, that sounds much. And、better. it could, you know, what interesting is that Korean language. A lot of times, subject is kind of omitted.、Mm, right. So this could mean, although I don't know much, I'm their family. Okay, so it could be either. Yeah. Depending on the context. But you get the you get the idea. Right. So that was translated to my unfamiliar family. So, <laughs> so the show is about family, right? Who are our Who are our main characters? That's what I want to cover today. So I was thinking, like, you know, what should I talk about, and what should I bring up? And I realized there's no way we're gonna finish this conversation under an hour. Okay. I mean, it looks like we've already been talking for four hours. So obviously, we're not going to hit your hour. So this is my game plan. Today, we're going to cover some characters, and we're going to find ourselves in the, these characters. Oh, I know what characters I most relate myself to. So you can pick yours. So I have to figure out who I'm like. Right. So I'm just gonna cover these characters and then the super basic、uh, premise of the show. And next week, we'll talk more into the events and you know things that、plot. things that happen. Yeah, the plot, and we'll kind of you know go into a little bit of other stories,、um, families in general. We'll、like、just、it. chat more about family. Gotcha.、Know? Sounds good. I have a lot to talk about family. Do you? Uh, yeah. I think I could talk about family. Yeah. So, we'll do that next week. After after Christmas. 
So maybe we'll have a lot more to talk about after Christmas, <laughs> right? About family. Right. Maybe I'll talk about other people's families. Yeah, you can do that. If you know them enough. But, you know, like I said, if you know about them well enough to talk about, like other family, that's the kind of idea also in this drama because, you know, like the title said, although I don't know much, I'm their family, or we don't know much. Basically, the, you know, the idea is that you know the most about your family. You assume you know so well about your family. Like, no one knows the best. Yeah, I mean, I guess because you live with your family, you assume you know them better than anyone else. That's true. We do kind of say that. Like, oh, he's my family. I know him. I know him, you know. Right. But when you think about it, there are people that know more secrets and more stuff than your own family. Yeah, I agree. I like, think, yeah. Right? Your friends. It could be your friend or it could be... Your parents' friends. Yeah, that too. Like we, when we grow up with our parents, our parents don't tell us what their history is. Yeah. They certainly don't tell us things they've done wrong. <laughs> right yeah or like mistakes they've made they don't tell us that until we make those mistakes or something like that you know right so we have an ideal about who they are but that doesn't mean we know them right so that's a good point yeah so it's the idea that sometimes we share more secrets or sadness or joy with other people that are not our family right so maybe we call them our family even though they're not our biological family? It could be that. Our or friends. it could be, you know, some people are just not so close to their family. Some right. people are physically, like, they live together. but And, you know, they always have conversations. They're always in a good mood. But really, there's no depth. Right. You know? I mean, there are a lot of different shapes of family, you know? I almost finished I almost finished um, Camilla and I think about that too because at least in the translation the subtitles they use the word family right and there 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 is family biological family but it's also like they're kind of a bunch of misfits and they all have had issues with family they didn't have a mother they didn't have a father or they didn't know their father yeah and so they're all kind of searching for a family. Right. And they kind of find a family with each other, even though they're not biologically. So I keep thinking about that. That's interesting yeah, that, yeah. that we're talking about that. Well, so it's also interesting that you brought it up because one of the characters in this drama is also in Camellia. Oh, yay. Um, the baseball player. The actor? The baseball player? Yeah. He's oh. also in this drama. The famous guy? Good. I like him. Um, he seems like he's really good. Although his role in the Camilla is kind of <laughs> like he's kind of on the outside, and you're not really supposed to like him. Right? Maybe. Yeah, yeah. I still kind of see him as oh, he's actually I like him. He's good. Yeah. Cool. Anybody else in the show that I might know? Yeah. So one of the daughters in the show is now back then she wasn't but now she's an international star because she was in the movie minari oh okay the older woman she was the wife oh the wife the young wife 
So her Korean name is Han Yeri. She's in the show. Um, this show came out in 2020. Yeah. So yeah. So it's before was, Minari, or is it right before. about the same time? Okay. It was before. Yeah. Well, before you say anything more, you said you want us to see ourselves in these characters, right? Me. Right. I, I I'm I'm saying like so you right. don't have to, but I think a lot of the listeners and us can find right somebody. Well, we well I'm gonna preemptively say that I'm the baseball player guy. <laughs> Okay, so we'll find out if that's true or not later by what how you describe him. But like, he seems pretty cool in general. So I'm gonna just say right off the bat that that's me. I'm him. I'm a good-looking Korean guy, well built, shaped, have a cool voice. Yeah. Okay. We'll we'll see how that plays out. We'll see out. how that plays out. Yeah. It's kind of like um. I don't know. I don't play cards, so I don't know. But like, kind of gamble, you know? Like you pick it your is. card and You're then right. see how that turns out. It's a gamble. It yeah, could be you a might bad you thing. might lose your million dollars. That's all you have, you know. And also, the older daughter, she's also popular, but maybe maybe not to all listeners. But if you're a Chinese listener, I'm pretty sure you know her because well, she's Korean. Her name's Chu Jaehyun. But she married a really famous Chinese actor hmm. um, about six years ago, and his name is in Chinese is Yu Shangguang. I hope I said that right. And he's also known as the Ethan Yu. Ethan Yu. I think they're like they have a big social media and all that. So she's sort of like also international star because all the Chinese. Know of her, yeah, right now. as yeah. his wife. Gotcha. Yeah, but she's Korean, right? So I, I know usually I'm like, let me tell you about the story, and you know, but I think what's more important because these characters are the story, right? I'm not gonna go through my usual spiel about let me tell you what happened, um, but I want to tell you. I want to go through each character. Okay, it sounds like you just want to be under an hour, <laughs> but uh, let's let's see how this works. What is family? Because they are family, we rely on them at the same time. Because they are family, we keep our secrets from them. Because they are family. We love them just as they are, but because they're family, it's harder to accept them and understand them. They're the closest and most distant people. Do you relate to this? Well, let's take a look at a portrait of a family. Kim family. Here's a father, Kim Sang-sik. He's a typical old-generation father figure in Korea. He's conservative and unaffectionate to the kids, but he's a hard worker. His own family was poor, so he came to Seoul as a young boy to make money after dropping out of middle school. After marrying his wife Jin-suk. All he has been doing was working to support a family of five. He's been a truck driver, 
and has hardly spent time at home. Now that he's older and works a little less hours, his kids are all grown and there is much to share together. Mother Kim Jinsu. Actually, I don't know. Her last name is probably not Kim because women don't change their last name in Korea. Hmm. So it's something else. But her name is Jinsu. Mother Jinsu has been a homemaker for all her life. It wasn't easy to raise three children, especially when her husband is so cold and unhelpful. Let alone hardly being at home. She's been getting more and more tired of her life and her husband's poor treatment towards her. And she feels that she has completed her job as a mom. So one day, she decides to wrap up her married life and tells her husband to split. And here's the first child, daughter. Her name is Kim Eunju. She looks like she could stab people with her eyes and tongue. She's not mean. It's just that she's always right. Too right. She doesn't bother holding back her thoughts to correct others or to speak up. She's logical and intelligent but cold-hearted. But who cares? She's a patent attorney with a successful career and a wife of famed doctor. This automatically qualifies her as a proud daughter to the Kim family. As a first child, she's always been highly responsible and a problem solver. If there's one thing that she can't make happen is that she can't seem to get pregnant. By the way, she likes her dad more than mom. She understands dad's life and sacrifice for the family. Second child, another daughter, Kim Eun-hee. She's a typical middle child who gets along with everyone. Although she likes her mom a little more than dad, she really gets along with both parents and she's a good sister to her younger brother. But she can't get close to her sister. Unlike the first daughter, Uni is friendly and caring, so it makes sense that the two sisters would clash. Unlike her sister's triple-A grade life, she's been struggling with getting a job and just started working at a small publishing company. So perhaps her unconsciousness doesn't want to be compared to her sister. The youngest child, a son, Jiu. He's a typical 20-something Korean kid. He has a cool personality and just started working for a small ad company that Eun-hee, the second daughter's friend, owns. But just as he started making money, his parents want him to move out and be on his own since they made divorce. To make matters worse, the sisters are constantly arguing about the parents' issue and he finds out a huge secret about his family that no one knows about. And there's Chanyo. It's not a family member, but it's an important character. He is Eun-hee's longtime friend since college 
and also friends with two other siblings of Kim family. He grew up with loving parents in a so-called normal family environment, which is what Eunhee is jealous of. He owns a small company that shoots commercials and promo videos. Eunhee and Chanyuk know a lot about each other, and they share secrets that they can't tell their family. I think I'm Chanyuk. Chanyuk? Yeah. I have a feeling that's me. Yeah, if you want to be that baseball guy. He's the, the baseball guy? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's me. <laughs> Normal family, shoots videos, isn't necessarily successful. I he, can see that. He becomes kind of successful towards the end of the drama. Towards that's good. like 16th. He gets a big contract, so. But you know, if you want to be that guy, um, there's one catch. In the Uh-oh. beginning of the show, the kind of development is that Eunhee, the second daughter, she was in a relationship, and this boyfriend was also friend, also friends with Chanya. So it was like three people; they were all friends. Right. And they were dating for like nine years. And I guess you know, if you're dating somebody for nine years, you're really serious. And turned out, like, this Chanya character, he knew that the boyfriend was cheating on her. Oh, and he didn't say anything? He didn't say anything, although they were, like, super close friends. So, like, Uri gets re- even more upset at Chanya than her own boyfriend. Like, right. You know. Right. That makes sense. So that's him. So that's you. Gotcha. Good pick, right? So, that's the characters... Now, is this normal 16 episodes, hour each or so? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And we're going to talk about plot next week, so I won't ask you any questions about that. You can. I mean, we can talk about plot in a little bit. I think, in fact, we I probably have to talk a little bit in order to like go into more of these characters. Okay. So yeah, so where are we, first of all? Are we in Seoul? Is this a Seoul drama? Yeah, yeah so this is a, you know, it sounds like they're in Seoul, or like, you know... This, a city? The um, greater area of Seoul. Okay. And it's a modern time, it's like probably set in 2020 when the drama came out. Awesome. And so, yeah, it's current time, not modern time. and Present. Set, yeah, present, present time. So... I don't know if you if it's in the American culture. Like when you were growing up, did anyone ask you like you like your dad more or mom more? Uh, probably. Yeah, that sounds like something that maybe somebody would have asked me. Maybe it's not super normal, but it wouldn't be out of the question. It wouldn't be like serious question, but just kind of you know yeah. trick the kid, just to see their reaction. You know. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. I don't know why, but Koreans love asking this question. They do, yeah. And huh. like I said, it's a trick. It's just a, you know, kind of teasing question. Right. And you don't ask this to, like, you know, 13-year-old kid. I'm saying, like, kid, kid, like, five-year-old kid. Right. You know, like, hey, which one do you like more, your dad or your mom? You right. Know? <laughs> I remember my uncle asking this and, you know, like, but I always hated it, you know? Put you on the spot. Huh, Interesting. So it's it's just something in like Korean culture. Um, they always like adults always like to ask this question to trick the kid. But really, the reason I brought up this question is that 
in this drama, the kids are kind of split. So the first daughter, she likes her dad. Right. The second daughter, she's like she doesn't like how dad treats her mom. Right. So she's always trying to be more understanding of her mom. So she's you know even her mom was like you know, I want to split like I want to you know be on my own now. I don't want to be your mom. I want to I don't want to be married to your dad. She says, I support whatever you choose and whatever you want to do. I know it's been difficult for you. So she's very supportive of her mom. Mm. While the first daughter's like, you're so irresponsible. Like, do you not understand why dad is that way? And do you not really know how nice person he is actually, you know? So the kids are kind of split. And the third kid, he's kind of like, you know, he's still living with his parents. Right. So he's seeing both sides. And at the same time, he's like, he's kind of trying to be, he's the little kid of the whole family, you know, family of five. So he's trying to be kind of like, you know, like, oh, maybe I should just play the dumb youngest kid of the family. Oh. But he's a nice kid. And, you know, right. so it's interesting so he, he how. Does, he doesn't get involved then, I guess. Or he tries not to get involved. Yeah. And also, like, for him, you know, two sisters fighting, that's already too much. <laughs> But yeah, I think I feel like it's a good way to reflect the like sibling dynamics, also. Right. Um, Is it just one family that's the focus of the show, or does it have like a couple different families? Or yeah, so it's just this family, and the non-family member characters are the first daughter, Unju's husband, okay. who's like um, kind of well-known doctor. Right. Uh, his family has been like a generational, like doctor family. Gotcha. Um, and then there's Chanyeok character, like who's friends, but also like he knows everyone in the family. The right. Fam- friends with all the siblings. Um, and then there's a uh, Unhi, um, the second daughter's love interest. Kind of mm. comes and goes. Right. So there's a love interest. They're little small characters. What's the age of the first daughter? So it looks like the first daughter is about... 30, 40? Like late 30s, maybe early 40s-ish. And then the second daughter is about like maybe early 30s-ish. And then the youngest kid is like in 20s or so. Okay. Yeah. So the kids are pretty well grown. Right, right. And adults, I guess. Right. So the mom, she's like, you know, she's looking back at her life... And her husband is still kind of, you know, really cold. He's He wasn't always like that. So there's like flashback scene of how they were, how they met when the parents were in their 20s. And he was just sweet boyfriend and, you know, newlywed husband. But, you know, the life changed him basically. So now he's just, you know, he's always kind of upset, mad. Mm. He's not super loving and she's she's looking at her life and she's looking at the kids and she's like you know what I've done my job right I want to have my life now right so something for herself she wants I think it's more like initially she's just sick of it so she wants divorce she you know she doesn't want to be with her husband but it becomes something like you know maybe I just need to get out of this whole thing you know whole my, my whole family so before I started recording, 
I looked up and it looks like it's only it's sort of like Asian country thing and it's called graduation from marriage and I think there's also like Japanese movie or something because something came up in Japanese and it's not a divorce some some do divorce like legally on paper but some married couple just um, separate or they just there I think there are a lot of different forms of this graduation marriage graduation and I think it's uh, it's probably more of Asian country thing because I, I you know I'm I'm not sure if I'm correct but I would think more Asian women are full-time housewives than in the Western country I would say definitely higher rate than Scandinavian country. Um, definitely in Korea compared to Scandinavian countries to Korea. Um, yeah, I would say a lot more women are full time housewives. So you spend your you know thirty forty years of your life. You're in your late fifties, maybe even sixties or seventies. You know you're sick of your life. You're sick of everything, and you want you kind of feel like you lost yourself and. You know, it's not that you hate your family. You just okay. Time to graduate. This, you know. So I, th- I think that's where it comes from. It sounds like it's more for a, a woman, like who has had right. a child and and is ready to do something for herself. So that's that's basically what stems from. Yeah, I think so. I'm I'm not an expert and <laughs> um but that's sort of like what I looked up and this happened in another Korean drama that I watched. Um and I do hear about like in news Korean news and stuff, um people in their sixties and seventies getting divorced and you know I think it's, a lot of them are actually kinda like you know, go through peaceful process because it is graduation. So that's what's happening in this drama. And it, in the first episode, the mom sort of like make announcements to the kids that um, I'm wrapping up this life. Interesting. So it's not not really divorce. It's just something different. Well, how do the kids feel about this? I so guess- the... Yeah, good question. The first kid who's, you know, successful, logical, responsible, you know, she's very typical first child. She's sort of on the dad side. Um, so Wait, how does dad feel about it? He doesn't want it? Right. So oh. I think some couples like, you know, the husband is understanding of it and you know, but in this drama, the dad is like, what? You know, what are you so, talking about? Yeah, so that's the, I guess that's the tension that you were speaking of. He he doesn't want to do it, and she does. Right, and the tension is also between the sisters, because, like I said, the first kid is on dad's side. She's like, you know, dad's been, you know, working for the family. Um, she's sort of like, mom, you're not the only one, you know. That's been basically working his whole life. And the second kid, it's sort of like more on the mom side because she's more like, you know, she's more like a little bit more emotional 
than the first kid. First kid is like, you know, she's, there's zero emotion. Like, I mean, she's a lawyer, you know. So the second kid kind of saw how dad treats his mom, I mean, her mom. So she's like, you know what? I totally agree with you and I support you. Whatever you want to do, I got your back. So that's the second daughter. And the first daughter and second daughter, they haven't spoken to each other for a while already. Oh, really? And then this is happening. So the sisters have never really gotten along together. Gotcha. They're not real close. Right. And then this is happening. So the third kid, a little, you know, 20-something, the old 20-something-year-old son, he's still living with his parents. He just literally started working for a very, very small company. He really doesn't have money, right? And he's sort of like in between. So he's like, okay. Um, so he's trying to be kind of this middleman between the sisters, trying to, you know, make the situation not get any worse. Right. So does anybody listen to him because he's just a third child? Does he, you know, does anyone care what he thinks? Oh, yeah. Um, I think, you know, especially, like, in this drama, he's sort of, like, the messengers. Because he is still living at home with the parents, and he's sort of, like, communicating with both sisters. So at some point in the drama, the second sister kind of asks him what's going on, and then Mm. the first daughter doesn't really directly ask him what's going on but like the first daughter kind of gets information about what's going on from the youngest one so he is you know like it sounds like it it seems that he's really good with everyone but at the same time you know he's the youngest one so you know he has these two sisters who are already like working and you know he's he doesn't really have much going on he's literally just starting um starting to have a job and so he doesn't really speak up you know it's not like he has much control of the situation or he has a lot of power uh he's just you know a little baby boy kind of you know character gotcha but i guess he is important he plays an important role Oh, yes, yes. And especially because in the first few episodes, he finds out a huge family secret. Oh, secret. Yeah, so parents know about it. And he happens to listen to parents' conversation. So he finds out about that. And it's so huge, he can't, like, he can't, he doesn't know how to handle it. And Mm. he can't tell it to his sisters okay well that's interesting so he is an important character I remember you talking uh, earlier about how you said you don't you never really know what your parents did or you don't know what their past is like so is it that kind of secret maybe huh right right Ah. okay so the second one is the one that is kind of on the dad side right She's on mom's side. Okay, so it's the first one that's on the dad's side. Right. So as a viewer, the dad, it's hard to like him as a viewer. So, you know, relying on your feelings, 
you agree with the second kid, like okay, mom's had it hard, so it's great that you know she wants to go on her way. Um, so that's the second kid. Okay, so initially you side with the mom, right? As a viewer, sort of. Yeah, I would say so. Or you're more empathetic to that situation, the the way they're telling the story. Okay. Well, I like this idea about graduation, and I like that it's kind of, I mean, it kind of is, is kind of feminist, I guess, or stems from <laughs> at least women having more, you know, say in their life, and especially since they're expected to do so much, you know. Right. So the first daughter, then. And what's interesting is the second kid. She's also, you know, although she doesn't like, you know, people or situation or whatever is happening to her, she's the kind of person that she's not confrontational, uh. and she's sort of like you know trying to be the peacemaker. And I feel like that's usually how the middle child is in a lot of families. Because as a middle child, naturally you are sort of like in between. You have to get along with your older sibling and your younger sibling. You have to take care of, you know, and then their parents. And, you know, you know my best friend in Korea, who I said uh, looked like Gong uh, Hyojin from the show When the Camellia Blooms. So she's third child of four daughters. And there's a saying in Korean, it's like a Korean old saying, um, you don't ask anything about the bride when your son is marrying a third daughter. Oh, wow. Which means, I mean, it's very wordy the way I said it, but it's basically saying the third daughter of a large family has the best personality and she's really the gem of the whole siblings so Hmm. you don't question anything you're just you know you're grateful that your son is marrying a third (laughs) child that's the sort of like you know it's like a home run huh Korean yeah old Korean saying but so my friend she is a third daughter of four sisters and I mean, you know, if she's been friends with me for like almost 30 years, that tells you how great she is. She puts up with me, so. So I feel like, yeah, it's um, the way they describe the second child and middle child in the show is pretty accurate. Yeah, I guess I didn't really think about what a middle child has to do. There's a lot of uh, stuff about, you know, being a middle child, though. Like a yeah, lot of um, yeah. shows and books and stuff. Like, yeah. I always heard that joke in TV shows. Like, oh, he's a middle child. Oh, no wonder. <laughs> See, yeah, but yeah. I don't. I don't think I really thought about it. Just because I, I just have one, one older brother, so I'm the youngest. There's no middle. So the oldest one then, not at all like that, right? Completely different. The polar opposite. So not the gym. She's obviously very objective, like you said. She's not subjective, relying on her emotions. She's more, you know, success-driven. Success-driven and also, you know, she's very logical. Right, logical. And she's a problem solver. Everything is a problem to solve for her. 
Well, not not in that sense, but she doesn't really show her emotions,、mm. and she goes through a lot in this drama. Wow,、um, her storyline is just you know really great, very well written, and I think the acting was really great. But she really doesn't express; she doesn't show any emotions, and she's always trying to find find a way to. Resolve the situation. So you don't always know what she's feeling because、right. of how she is, huh? Right. Okay. But she will let you know what she thinks.、Mm. So there's a really funny conversation between the two sisters. So they're sitting in the cafe. They're talking about the parents and stuff, and it's all actually the three siblings are sitting in the cafe and they're trying to have a trying to have a conversation really, and the first child is. You know, whenever the second daughter is like saying something, the first child always like, you know, keeps interrupting and, <laughs> you know, you mean this, you mean this. Oh, you should really say it this way. You should, you know. So、right. she keeps like interrupting and then correcting her and stuff. And then the second kid goes, you know,、um, I'm sure our sister will have a long, healthy life because she doesn't really hold back her thoughts. <laughs> she doesn't get stressed about not being able to say what's on her mind. Right. You know? She lets it all out. Yeah, she doesn't bottle up her feelings,、huh? right? And the thing is, like everything she says is right.、Hmm. She is beautiful and smart. You can't really object her, and especially because she's the first child. So there's, this, you know, for the siblings, there's this pressure of like, oh, it's our big success, big sister who's successful and smart talking, right? So. There's sort of like you know air about like okay. Well, they do have respect for her, obviously. Right. Yeah. That's important. So both of the both of the girl characters are pretty strong. Sounds like, and they're in different ways. Yes, and they both have really good.、Um, each have good storyline, their own storyline. So what about the boy? What about the youngest? The boy. So you don't really. He's sort of like almost like a sub character. Okay. Until, like. After the mid, sort of like maybe nine or tenth episode. Okay, so then we start to, we see his purpose. Yes, the character's purpose. Yeah. Well, I was really curious about the mother, because. Is she the one that initiated all this from the beginning, as far as the graduation, and is that the main conflict, or is there different? No.、Conflicts? So, what's really great about this show is each family member has their own story, and it's sort of in a way all come together, and that's sort of the theme of the drama, because it tells us. As a family, how do we understand each other, or if we understand each other, right? Or do you call this person family, right? Or can you, you know, all these questions,、hmm. but not in a vague way. And I really feel like anyone can relate to this drama. You know, you don't have to be super successful patent lawyer. To like relate to the first daughter, right? Like, you know, 
she goes through her own struggle and that struggle it creates conflict but then that helps the two sister to speak again hmm. so you know that kind of thing so each character's conflict kind of shapes the plot and the definition of family that the writer of this drama wants to tell wow I keep thinking about the saying like you, you know you, you can't pick your family oh wow that's you know? yeah yeah wow that's exactly yeah that's you're, exactly what this drama is about you're just you're born into it you know yeah and you have to kind of navigate that and and uh deal with it everybody has problems with family or right. their own different problems so right. so you said you have one older brother so you're the youngest yes so you felt like you get along with everyone in the family Oh, or like you feel like your older brother was more like you know cold person. I think uh, for me, I'm not sure if it relates to this family, but I just wanted to be like my older brother. <laughs> so I wanted to be my older brother because he was the only like role model I had, you know. Right. Yeah. So at some point, being a younger brother, you have to let go of your older brother and stop trying to be your older Mm. brother and find out who you are so i think your own development of who you are can sometimes be stuttered because you're so lost and you know he's like your first hero he's your first um he's your first male role model that you get a chance to be influenced by yeah you know i think you're absolutely right about um you know find your own voice be on your own because that's sort of like what this youngest boy kind of goes through in this drama and he might have already had that you know shell broken you know he might have already found himself and instead of looking up to his sisters and role model but as a viewer that kind of comes through after like a midpoint of the drama so that's what I was referring to earlier gotcha so that's when he kind of finds his voice huh yeah or, or we find out or right like, he speaks okay, up about it right like as if you're like oh so he's not just this young you mm. know youngest kid the little brother of the family that just like you know so that's sort of like yeah what you just said about your own experience exactly kind of resonates with this drama this character hmm does he want attention? <laughs> Is he an attention seeker? Because <laughs> I know I was. I know that had something to do with it, too. But, you know, I'm not a psychologist, so I don't understand all that completely. <laughs> I just know that I wanted attention. Probably because I was a younger brother. I feel like that whole attention-seeking kind of thing happens to an older child. Like, if the younger sibling is born oh, and starts to get get it that's what i read yeah. yeah i don't know if i was like that i have one younger brother and he's a lot younger than like you guys are you said you guys are about the same age but my younger brother's seven years younger so, oh yeah you know i was already in school and i don't really have like relatives or you know i don't have aunts and so i was pretty much the you know the one precious baby I mean, my grandma literally called me princess the whole time. (laughs) And then there's my brother. But I don't know if I really... Yeah, I don't know. I have to ask my mom if I wanted attention. But I read something about that, about Hmm. um, older kid 
wanted attention like that happens yeah i don't know it might have been something different for me okay so i think i have a pretty good idea about this kind of family dynamic and who these kids are um and what's going on with the mom not so sure about the dad yet but uh i like how you said they each have individual like stories right so it's kind of like there's a lot of material there that would be interesting so we have the we know about the issue of graduating marriage so what else is happening so we are gonna hit an hour mark <laughs> unlike i tried we'll see how i can how much i can cut out stuff but um before we close this episode i'm just gonna throw some baits so the parents mom and dad character their issue is that how you know i mean they really loved each other in fact you know the mom married this dad who was middle school dropout she was a college student she graduated from college when you know i mean it means a lot back in like you know 60s when korea was still poor a woman graduating graduating from college mm. and then she marries this you know country boy who's a middle school dropout so they really loved each other but obviously that's not happening now and they you know the mom was divorced so that's sort of like the first conflict and what this first daughter is going through is that she you know she lives in a really nice place and her husband is from a generational doctor family mm. And herself has a successful career, but there's something going on between the two. And she can't get pregnant, not because they don't have great married life, like they tried, but the husband seems really distant. And I can assure you it's not like the husband is cheating on her or anything like that. Um, So there's that, and then she finds out why, and she has to overcome that issue um it really changes changes her throughout the storyline oh i'm thinking about all kinds of things now and what could it be right and the second daughter like i said she's in about like maybe early 30s ish um so she's had few years into her career and she's you know kind of getting settled and and she dated this guy for like nine years and obviously he had another girlfriend of three years and so they broke up and because of that she lost her best friend but they kind of you know became friends again so that's Chanya right so she's basically single right now but then her company boss seems to like her Oh, so uh-oh. she's sort of like flirting with her, the boss, and then Chanyeok becomes her like counselor, dating counselor. Hmm. Is he single at the moment also? Yes. Okay. And the thing is, like, this her boss is really not like a super likable guy because right. it sounds like he has a fiance. So she knows she's kind of being used by her boss. Right. And then she tells this to Chanyeok her best friend but then like there's this whole 
parent issue just thrown into her in the middle of all of this. So she's got a lot to figure out. She's going through a lot. Right. And the third kid, his issue is really in the first half of the show is more like he holds this big family secret. Oh, right. And the parents can't know that he knows. He doesn't want his parents to know that he's he found out. How did he find out? He just happens Happened to hear. Hear or yeah. Okay, so so we all know as the audience then too, right? right? Okay, right. that's good. So that's sort of like his conflict in the first half. So he doesn't really have his own conflict. But he's thinking per se. thinking about how to handle that. And later we find out, like you said, like he he had, he's. He's his own character. He's his own person. Right. And we don't really see that until the end. We always think, as a viewer, you really kind of feel like, oh, he's a little brother of the show. Right. You know, but really, he's his own. He's a own man. The best part of this in the beginning, though, I have to say. So the dad is a truck driver. And in the beginning of the show, he gets into an accident. And he's not physically hurt much, but... He has some brain damage, mm. and the doctors are saying that it's not permanent and it's not severe, but they just don't know when he's gonna recover. And the issue is that he sort of like went back to when he was in twenties. Oh, interesting. So this is actually really great setup because he's in like in the show they say he's about twenty two years old. Okay, and that's when he met his wife the um, right so he's in his mind they just met and they're just in this relationship and they're deep in love and all that yes so the mom already announced that you know let me go i want to divorce i want to graduate this life but then the accident happened and then accident happens wow so when he wakes up he's like oh lovey-dovey he's you know and the family knows like the doctors told family like he's he's about 22 years old right now wow so he's all about the wife, all about, you know, hmm. and the wife really just kind of, you know, puts her in a certain spot. Like, yes, I do remember the time he was like that. So that's sort of like the conflict to the wife. And she's like, okay, I can't, I guess I can't um, divorce him right at this moment huh. because he's still sick you know he's still in like hospital and right. even she, after he yeah. comes home you know she can't abandon him right now right she's not it's not about that like right. she still like respects him as a person she's just trying to get on with her life right so yeah I don't know if this is all sounds interesting I just I just thought this the conflicts that each character goes through is really sort of like I feel like it's a story of us, like not as a UME, but like story of how we uh, humans, human, yeah, families, yeah, yeah. It's universal, you might say. It's a universal sort of family story. Yeah. So we'll we'll talk more about that next week. Oh, I'm excited. Look yeah. forward to it. And we'll see what happens with this uh, husband of 22 years old, and yeah, <laughs> yeah, and then what the family secret is that the youngest boy found out. Wow, so much to tune into. I might have to start watching. Well, I'm curious what, you know, like how you said um, the middle child thing, you know. I don't know if any of the listeners are 
middle child or the youngest, you know. Right. Let us know what it was like. Yeah. It's weird because, you know, people tell me like, you have younger sibling, right? I'm like, yeah. How do you know? I'm like, you look like a first child. Like, <laughs> I've, I've definitely heard that a lot. So. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. I'm curious what the listener's experience is. Um, shoot me an email at what should I watch T, not T E A drinking T, just letter T. What should I watch T at gmail dot com. Anything you want to add? No, thanks for having me. I'm uh, excited to have a listen to this, and I, I want to hear more about what's going on with this uh, story. Yeah. On the next episode, I mean, like I feel right now, like I'm kind of attached to these characters, <laughs> even though I haven't seen them yet. Yeah. So that's uh, my goal. Yeah, we have to kind of uh, we got to figure out what happens to him, and I really, I really kind of want to see him. So I think I might sneak a peek at the show. You and should look yeah. at their look Just at their look at the watch the first episode. And I know we, we kind of talked like we're two Grinches in the beginning of the show. We're all like super critical, criticizing the Christmas and the gifting, and we're like a Grinches, <laughs> you know. But um, well, two Grinches can still say. Happy holidays, Merry Christmas, Happy, Happy holidays. Yeah. yeah. What's the Grinch's song? I don't know. What's the song Grinch's? The Grinch who stole Christmas. Yeah. I don't know what the song is. It's like is. the famous song. Oh yeah, I do remember that now. But yeah, I can't recite any of it. Maybe we should listen to it for Christmas. Yeah.